0: This week on a very special mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer, we're discussing our favorite cinematic sword fights! Hello and welcome to yet another very, very special mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer. I am Mark Rosenthal. I am Patrick Bromley. I am Grand Moff Tark Rooney. Fuck off! Ooh. I
1: told you, man. I'm really scraping the bottom of those puns. I used up all my A material first. I did not learn anything from my second city writing workshop. <laughs>
0: nice. John's bringing up the Q material. All yeah. <laughs> uh, right, oh, shit, Q from Star Trek. That's my favorite villain. No, I mean, Q from James Bond, dummy. Uh,
2: uh, that's way. Worse. I always
0: liked
1: John Cleese better. Anyway, I mean, yeah. Because I mean, Die Another Day is clearly the best Bond movie. Footsteps footsteps, 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 <laughs> door closed, drive away, get
0: on plane,
2: oh,
1: fly D, away. Oh, not an invisible car. It's uh, a fucking, like, glacier
2: parasurface. So let's it's not so deal bad. with how bad those movies are right now, John. Let's no, just not.
0: Yeah, let's wait until we embark on our next series, watching all the bonds. <laughs> oh,
2: kill me
1: now. <laughs> oh, yes. see, you say that now, but you got the sweet promise of George Lazenby. No,
2: <laughs> kill me now.
1: Australia's finest soap opera star. He wears a puffy shirt and gets married.
0: (laughs) Uh, This week on our mini-sode, as we're sort of weaving in and out of the Star Wars saga, uh, we're going to be doing episode three, Revenge of the Sith, which features some of the finest lightsaber fighting the Star Wars saga has ever seen. As such, tonight, we're discussing our favorite cinematic sword fights. Clank, clank, fight
1: noises, fight noises.
0: You guys know sword fights? Those fights with swords in them? Patrick, what's your favorite cinematic sword fight? I'm going
2: with Rob Roy.
0: In the end fight where uh, Liam Neeson is fighting Tim Roth
2: and they're fighting uh, in the Scottish style with with actual broadswords and stuff instead of the fencing fight that they do in the beginning of the movie. And at this point, um, and at one point, right near the end of it, Liam Neeson actually grabs Tim Roth's sword with both hands, and there's just blood running out of his palms while he's clutching the sword. He bends it over, picks up his own sword, and hits Tim Roth over the head with it as if it's a club.
0: He completely <laughs> forgets that
2: it's a sword. The fact that Tim Roth's head is cut off or he's cleaved in two is Purely circumstantial. That is
1: incidental to the
2: action that Liam Neeson was providing. It was a big bludgeon of rage that happened to have a blade on it and come from bloody, bloody, angry Liam Neeson fists. <laughs> and that pleases me greatly.
0: You know, I, I haven't seen Rob Roy in a long time, but just, like, thinking about that, and, like, Liam Neeson versus Tim Roth, because, like, Liam Neeson's, the like... The fight of the century! Because, yeah. like, Liam Neeson's, like, eight feet tall. Eight feet tall. And Tim Roth is, like, four feet tall. <laughs> Tim
1: Roth is made entirely of tea <clears throat> biscuits and <of> polite. <laughs> yeah! Except in that
0: movie. He's also made of rape. <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> But, like, just that just seems like a mismatched fight, you know what I mean? Like, just in real life.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. It, like, it looks a little awkward, because look, Liam Neeson is huge. But they play it off that he's, like, a big barbarian, and he doesn't have the skills that the trained oh, okay. Tim Roth got has. Because he's, it. like, all French, and he's, like, practiced swordplay sure, or sure. whatever.
0: Because I'm just saying, if I bought that shit on pay-per-view, I'd be really disappointed. Oh,
2: yeah, no. <laughs> like,
0: they're fighting out of their weight classes. Way out of their Come weight on. classes. That's like yeah. Butterbean fighting Oscar De La Hoya. Yeah. There's just, like... Too big a discrepancy. Though, I mean,
2: you know, your Rey Mysterios, your Ricky Steamboat Dragons, they won a lot of fights against big guys. That's true. I mean, none of those fights were real. (laughs) (laughs) But they won them all. (laughs)
0: John, your
1: favorite cinematic sword fight? Uh, So, mine's going to have to be at the end of the first Lord of the Rings movie, The Fellowship of the Ring. Uh we've got this sweet fight between uh Aragorn and this big fucking goblin Urukai monster. Just this big mass of muscles and dumb hatred. Yeah. Uh what I love about it is it's it's a very simple fight, but it's a very brutal fight. Uh there's a scene there's a, a sequence where uh Aragorn's head is pinned to a tree with a shield and you've got the, you know, the Orokai is trying to decapitate him, and sparks are flying off the shield as he 's going through and uh, Aragorn gets out just in time and you really feel all the hits in it uh, my another favorite part I have is kind of a like behind the scenes weird thing that happened where the Orokai throws a knife at Vigo Mortensen, but threw it way closer than he was supposed to, and Vigo just Picks up his sword and bats it out of the fucking air. Nice. It is so goddamn sweet. But the best part of this fight for my money is Aragorn stabs the Urukai through the chest, and the Urukai just grabs the sword and thrusts it deeper into his own abdomen and does this real weird sexual. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's getting penetrated. Oh, yeah, and he's loving every second of it. He's like, I am so mad that I said no to my girlfriend on Valentine's Day when she brought out that pegging instrument. (laughs) (laughs) I let my toxic masculinity define my sexual adventures, and that was a mistake for me. I am learning so much about my body. Whoops, there goes my head. (laughs) Whoops, there goes gravity. Mom's spaghetti. (laughs) Other lines from 8 Mile, most of which is people asking other people for rides.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's absolutely true. So much of that movie. like, Yo,
1: man, can you give me a ride? Can I get a ride? You're going to give me a ride, right? (laughs) You're in goddamn Detroit. There's cars everywhere, dude.
0: I do love that fight. That fight is amazing. Oh, it's a great. Yeah. Fight, yeah. And it's you can definitely feel like the like the heft of the swords because they're real fucking swords, right? Like they had people building these swords and armor and everything. And uh just like uh, you can feel the brutality. It's really great. It's yeah. awesome. I did not know that he just knocked that knife out of the air on his own. Oh man, yeah. like see That's any behind
1: the scene things of vigo Mortensen in any movie he's ever done like in Two Towers he kicks a helmet And breaks his toe on camera and screams, and, like, that's in the movie. (laughs) See that? I knew. uh, He lost a tooth in Return of the King and wanted to keep filming the scene. And they were like, no, we're getting you to a dentist. (laughs) You are suicidally
0: good at acting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mark, your favorite cinematic sword fight. Uh, I'm going to go with the fight, uh, the classic fight between the Man in black. And and oh, Bons- I love
1: Men in Black Here come the
0: men in black The Galaxy Defenders
2: Oh man, ripped Torn in that, in that movie? Yeah, don't you remember? Nah, that- I think they used that thing on me <laughs> oh. <laughs> You don't remember the movie But you remember that there's a
1: memory erasing device <laughs> And that yeah.
2: they used it on you <laughs> Yeah, that's like the last thing I remember They pointed it at me And then I I just have this weird...
0: Were there cockroaches or was that an episode of X-Files? Dude, that was Rip Torn, you monster. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's... The Larry Sanders show's Rick... Torn National right. treasure and professional agitator of banks, <laughs> professional, professional alcoholic, yeah. Rip host
2: of a really late night uh, local channel ghost TV show that I can't remember the name of, but totally watched. I
1: think you're thinking of Rip- Ghostbusters, dude. No, I think man. you're thinking of
0: Rip Taylor. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't even know who that is.
0: That's the guy who shoots all the confetti all over the place. He's got a bad toupee. <laughs> Yeah, that guy came to my bar <laughs> what? Uh, okay anyways my favorite cinematic sword fight uh is the battle between anigo montoya and the dread pirate roberts aka the man in black aka wesley from the movie the princess bride uh what i love about this fight is uh you know these two actors trained for uh weeks months leading up to the shooting of this fight with some of the best fight uh fencers in like on the planet And got to the point where they could do the fight forwards, backwards, with both hands. And that's what I love about this fight. Is that they're literally starting off in their less dominant hand in their left hand. And it's still awesome. They're switching hands. It's a really great fucking fight. Uh, And it's the actors the entire time. It's Mandy Patinkin and Carrie Elway's fucking having a sword fight on this set. Uh, And it's great. Because unlike a lot of modern uh, fight cinematography... It's all like very nice long shots, yeah, and you get, and it's like a, it's shot almost like a dance. Like, like like when, like one of the things they always say about when you shoot dance on camera is to make sure, like, the full body's in frame and the feet. Because the feet are what tell you that it's a dance. And for a lot of the sword fight, you can see their feet and their whole body and you can see, like, how well it's done. Like, two masters of swords going at each other. It's really, really good. It's really well done. For what is basically a silly comedy movie, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they have this amazing sword fight in the middle of it. No, dude. Princess Bride is, like, damn close to a
1: perfect movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it really it's, is really it's really good. It's really good. Oh, uh, Any uh, honorable mention cinematic sword fights you guys got? I mean, yeah. like, we've got Errol Flynn, who is kind
1: of the master of on screen sword fights in the swashbuckling era of Hollywood. Douglas uh, Fairbanks. But he was goddamn terrible to women, so it's kind of a mixed legacy. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> It's real hard to go back to yeah. a lot of those movies, knowing yeah, the, what we know now.
2: The little Jer- Jerry Lee Lewis syndrome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, Great Balls of Fire is no longer appropriate to play at your weddings, Ooh. guys. Ooh, buddy. Off the table. <laughs> Uh, uh, no, that's good. Uh, there's uh, some really good sword fights, uh, probably in fucking Star Trek or some shit. I Actually, seem to remember in Star Trek Picard. you get a lot of
2: really good batliff fighting. Worf with the weird Klingon two-handed blade. Yeah. You actually get a couple of I seem to have very vivid memories
1: good. of Patrick Stewart in a Star Trek using a sword. He
2: does fence and teaches fencing in a couple of episodes and does some fencing as well. Those sound like very special episodes. <laughs> they are. Anytime he goes to the holodeck for his recreational
1: time. <laughs> (laughs) My favorite Star Trek synopsis is there's a Q episode, and the only thing it says on the Netflix synopsis is uh, uh, Patrick Stewart picks up an old friend on a way to a science symposium. (laughs) (laughs) How fucking Star Trek is that? Uh, Spoiler alert, they never reach the science symposium. Right, right. They go into fucking Robin Hood times or some shit.
2: Q is a little bit the kazoo of <laughs> Next Generation. Like, like
1: from the Flintstones, like yeah, the Great yeah, Kazoo? Yeah, the Great Kazoo. Uh, I but just, I love a character who has total dominance over space and time and can bend reality to his will. And he's just like, this bald guy pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna hassle him with a mariachi band every now and then.
2: Yeah, right? I'm just gonna do weird <laughs> shit to him. Because I'm me.
0: Uh my honorable mention would probably be the climactic like insanely long sword fight from kill bill volume 1 where it oh, is Oh
1: shit yeah the house of blue Yeah Leaves.
0: yeah like the bride versus the crazy 88s cuz like that fight is literally her taking on whatever the 50 some odd guys are in the crazy crazy 88s uh she takes on like the their leader and then goes upstairs and fights their fucking boss uh and like it's all like samurai yeah, it's oh, shit. that's it's so a Gordon
1: Lau who plays yes, kind of like head yes. he is so goddamn good in that the, yeah
2: uh, the three story fights that make up hero are also oh all yeah really Hero's is a really great movie yeah. yeah those are all great fights those yeah. three good good sword fights in there too
1: yeah in fact uh, both of the uh was that yanimo that did yeah the hero? other one house of flying, house yeah. Of yeah. flying mm-hmm. daggers yeah. is also oh. basically romeo and juliet with flying daggers yep. flying yeah it's yeah, exactly. great <laughs> it is tremendous yeah I can't wait for his fucking bullshit Matt Damon movie to come out. Which one? I hope
2: it's not the new one
1: about the hockey kid. No, No, it's
2: great wall. Yeah, where
1: they build the great wall to keep all the dragons out. Which, uh, point of order, dragons have goddamn wings, you idiots. (laughs) A wall is the least effective way to keep them out of a place. I was trying to think, can Asian dragons fly? (laughs) (laughs) Almost exclusively, Ah, sir. (laughs) I've only
2: seen those at, like, fireworks parades. Well, they have
1: to be a carp that jumps over the waterfall to become a dragon. Uh, And then they can fly wherever uh, they want. They can fly. Oh that makes sense
0: That wraps it up for you In another mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer I am Mark Rosendahl I am Patrick Bromley Clank, clank, I'm John Rooney Clank, clank, oh shit guys We forgot about the Die Another
1: Day Sword fight With Madonna God damn it John John, you may never speak again Nope, nope, unspool this
0: golden tape We have
1: to restart (laughs) this
0: recording Guys, there's a portal opening up above us No, not the portal (laughs) What could it be? You might have to find out next week On Body Counts and Beer Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Bromley, John Rooney, and Mark Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere fine podcasts are pervade. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Body Count Cast, or email us at BodyCountsandBeer at